What is happening, fellow fantasy PM? I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, J Dub. And with our powers combined, we are the fantasy curry. Oh yeah, JJ Wang. We are at our last, our very last show. We are previewing the tight ends for the year giving our rankings are you excited are you ready for this one oh i love the tight ends it's by far my favorite position out of all of them can't wait you know i tell you i, I claim to be the tight end whisperer i just don't have the patience for them i know, I know who's going to be good i just can't wait that's why i still to this day am burned by trading Travis, travis kelsey away for jarvis landry uh, uh I'm, a, I'm just not a huge tight end guy myself uh, i take I usually take like that 10, 11, 12 guy. Yeah, I, I, I try to sneak in and be clever with the late guys. And sometimes I'll go with, uh, with the powerful guys. And we'll talk more about that as we get in, because this is a, a interesting, very interesting slot in a year for tight ends. And we'll start out by looking at my numbered tight ends. We, I ranked 30 tight ends. We'll do the, look at the first 15. And to be honest, as we've mentioned, if you listen to the podcast, Titans 1, 2, and 3 are, they're the cream of the crop. Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, generally you put Kelsey first and then people will switch back and forth, Waller and Kittle. I thought I had a hot take, put in Waller second, but more and more people in the industry are looking that route. So there's there's no real argument with those top three. And then after that's when it gets, when it gets just a mess, because realistically four through 15, 16, 17, any of those guys have one great week and they get Robert Tunyon up to like number six. So we're looking here that it, it comes down to who do you like and who do you like where they are? Guys that I generally, my number four and five are standard where people are. I like Goddard a little higher than some other people do. I think he's going to have a great season. Jalen Hurts is going to have to hit him because he's going to run. He's going to be the closest guy to the line of scrimmage. Kyle Pitts, I put there because I knew if I didn't put him, if I put him any lower, you'd be angry. My two sneaky ones really for me on this pair, or three rather, are Higby. I think Stafford's going to pepper him, and I have him higher than consensus. Blake Jarwin in that offense, Blake Jarwin's going to be 14 or he's going to be 32. So I'm going to aim for the 14 because I just traded away Hawkinson, so I'm hoping Blake Jarwin's better. But I made this before the trade. And then Gerald Everett, who I think is in a great situation, and Russell Wilson does like tight ends. And Will Disley just can't keep healthy. So I think the big guy's going to take over. So crush me. What you got? Uh, it's not a lot of crushing here. I mean, it's pretty pretty standard. I'm not a huge Andrews or Hawkinson fan. So whenever I leave the draft, I mean, I usually end up with Goddard, Fan, or Irv Smith. Um, definitely Adam Troutman over there. He should probably be in the top ten. It's not going to take much. But there's I those four guys. Juan Johnson. I'm sorry. I typoed that. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know that's not going to happen but yeah i mean like any of these guys you can take a stab at um like i'll take kyle pitts pretty early yeah and um here a little couple things about him lately but other than that i mean it's it's hit or miss it's pretty much just uh whoever you like best and gronk was a hard one for me because i think the pa- the patriots whew, i'm losing it the buccaneers are gonna throw for a ton of yards but the three receivers are so good that Gronk might end up being that touchdown dependent tight end more so. Like in the past years, it was he was he got a ton of receptions, a ton of yards. But I could see Gronk 
feasibly walking away with, you know, 40, 40 receptions for 500 yards and 13 touchdowns. There's something ridiculous oh, like that because that, that Tom Brady might, if I had to make a bold take that he might, he might be going against himself for that record. He set years ago, that team is so good that when you bring back everybody to that account, so Grant could go higher, could go lower because the receivers are just so good on that team. But it's like you like you said. I'm pretty sure when they get down close, I mean, Gronk's going to be the number one, two, three option there. Yeah, Mike Evans will steal some of the Gronk power. That is that's true too. So the the next mess of tight ends we're getting into. I said, in my opinion, probably through seventeen, five through seven, four through seventeen are interchangeable because you got Cole Komet, who I think is going to be, you know, we we say it multiple times, rookie quarter. But I mean, Andy Dalton's favorite person to throw to. Is a is a tight end. You got Logan Thomas. I have a buddy who's really mad at me for putting Logan Thomas that low. But then again, with my saying, Logan Thomas could be number six. Logan Thomas could be number seventeen. I just have a feeling there's going to be some regression. He he blew up last year. He was so good. I love what Logan Thomas has done. How he's changed the trajectory of his career because he came in as the quarterback from Tech. But I don't know. The probably the sneakiest one for me in this list that I hear so much good about is Anthony Ferkser in Tennessee. You got he's going to be by himself. You got the two guys on the outside. Johnu is in the Patriots trying to bring back Hernandez and Gronk power, but Ferkser I've, I've heard good things coming out of there, and that offense is going to be pretty good. So he could he could be a sneaky one in there, and. Some people say don't sleep on Hayden Hurst. Pitts is getting all the attention, but two tight ends on a team. Hayden Hurst isn't going to be in that top 17, but he could be a sneaky if you're struggling and people take all the tight ends you guys set there. He might not be too bad. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Like I said, from 16 to 30, I can probably guarantee you that I won't have any of these guys on my team ever. Um, I do got Zach Ertz in the league in the Bourbon Bowl, of course. Um, But other than that, if I'm waiting to this long to draft a tight end, I've pretty much just given up any points on it at all. So, I mean, like I said, Anthony Ferkser is probably the only one that I would take a shot on. But other than that, you should not wait this long for a tight end. And this is really, use. if you're looking at these guys, you're probably, we have two tight end premium leagues and I carry multiple tight ends. I have Jordan Atkins on a team. He could be on a bad team, third of the ginormous guy as he turns around. Another guy that could be probably at 31 for me would be like Mo Alley Cox, who's another gigantic human being. So you're just like you're throwing darts you need to get, you know, Peter Fairmuth isn't on here. So there's there's names out there if you're in tight end premium. You're gonna go farther than this, but general leagues, you're gonna basically look at these first 15 because someone's gonna think they gotta have two tight ends in a single tight end league, which is kind of silly. So let's jump up to you. As we've said in our previous shows, tiered rankings, what J.J. Wang does is he makes – you see on the screen there, if you're looking on YouTube, if you're listening, there are, he made five tiers of tight ends. And in each tier, he considers each player interchangeable. So if you have a tier where you're trying to get a tight end, in his fourth tier, there are five tight ends. And if he sees one or two of the tight ends come off the board and, and he's in the tier where it meshes up with wide receivers and running backs – then that's when he starts looking at his tight ends. He's like, oh, man, they took the first guy on the list, the second guy on the list, or the third guy. Now I got to look at those fourth guys. As we mentioned in previous shows, though, tier one tight end is not the same as tier one running back, tier one quarterback, tier one receiver. As you're creating your draft board, you would probably put tier one running backs first. Then tier two running backs would be close to equal with tier one receivers. 
and then tier three running backs, tier two receivers. And that's when you might throw in tier one tight ends might go in one of those two, depending upon how you value the tight end. So JJ, go into it. Yeah. So I won't spend too much time here because it's pretty much the exact same rankings as you you have. So I don't want to take up listeners time with repeating the same thing. But of course I got Kelsey Waller and Kittle in my tier one. Tier two over there, is, like I said, it's the, the the remaining tight ends that are probably going to be relevant that you can probably rely on. I got Kyle Pitts, Hawkinson, Andrews, Fant, Goddard. Um, I think Pitts is going to be great. I think Fant's going to be really good. I think get that quarterback situation figured out. Then, of course, over here in t- tier three, my two favorite guys actually are probably Irv Smith and Adam Troutman. That's who I find I have a lot of. Uh, I, do, I love me some Irv Smith. And I definitely love me some Troutman. But other than that, like then after that, it's just, the rest of the guys that, like you said, you would play in the double tight end premium leagues that you would hopefully hit on. But like other than that, pretty much the exact same thing you got. See, I noticed really the only difference in our, we talked about it on an earlier show, is Gerald Everett. You have him buried way down there at the bottom of tier five. <laughs> Whereas I I had him, I believe he was my number 15. So that that's probably our, our biggest discrepancy is I think that Russell Wilson's talking awesome about Everett. Yeah, they're pretty much that's why this show is fairly, we talked about it, that's why we're doing it last. It's going to be our shortest, quickest show. We're putting it out on a, today's Thursday. So hopefully you're enjoying a good pickup for tight ends. We're, well, let's close out really here. We we see that our lists are fairly the same. So if you're tier-based, you are going to see them in their chunks or you're going numerical. Don't And you can jump out of strict numericals. There might be guys you like. You heard J.J. Wang saying he loved Irv Smith and Troutman. So you notice he's probably, other than when he grabbed Kyle Pitts in our mock draft or in any league when he feels it's there he's waiting for tier three which is what round six round seven possibly even later more than likely probably seven eight maybe yeah it just depends on how some people yeah i mean it would be like i don't think adam troutman is going in single digit rounds at the moment i mean i feel like i mean it's probably that's really really late right there but um like i said that's how that's how long i usually wait for a tight end i just cannot see spending up on that them tier one guys i just it's just hard for me to do it and that's what I was going to close out on as I'm stopping the share screen. If you're watching for us to think about, I am of almost a different ilk than you are. I would be willing if I could get Kelsey Waller and Kittle, I would give up a first, second, third round pick probably in that order for those guys. But only if I was getting Kelsey, it'd have to be later first round Waller mid to later second round and Kittle pretty much any time in the third round, if they are there, because the statistical advantage you get from these guys over anybody else on this board if i if i have kelsey i don't some guys want to get a backup tight end there's no need you pick up a scrub for the bye week and just pray he doesn't get hurt but the travis kelsey is essentially a high what did i see was he going to be wide receiver four last year or something ridiculous like that so wide receiver four versus Kyle Pitts. So we've talked about he's probably going to get what we said about 60 60 607 that is a, I think those are high, but I'm, I'm making you happy, but that, that's, you're looking at a high end wide receiver too. And the difference in that is just astronomical. And Kyle Pitts is going what? Sixth round, seventh round. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I just have, a, I would, I just have a hard time p- picking Travis Kelsey over someone say like Antonio Gibson. I just can't bring myself to do that. Cause like Gibson's going in the second round, middle of the second. And I see, Kelsey going at the end of the first, um, beginning of the second. And I just I just have I like my running backs too much to, to do that. 
I'm 100% with you on Gibson. If Gibson is sitting there, there's no way. I'll wait, Kelsey, and hope I get him on the turn. Yeah. But Gibson's one of those guys. But there's other guys there on the end that I wouldn't because I was with you. I would have taken Gibson in, in number five when you had took Zeke the other day. So Yeah, so I, yeah, I was just hoping Gibson was going to fall back. I knew Gibson was going to fall around in that area. So I, I was just hoping that I would that I could get him back there. Yeah, and it's harder now because we're getting close to the season and people are listening to us. So they know yeah. how good Antonio Gibson's yeah. going to be. Could be the man. He, he, he should be realistically probably what late first round, but that's another show. Those <laughs> are our tight end rankings. JJ Wang, we hope you enjoy, uh, hope that hope we motivated everybody. If you missed our other rankings, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, they're all up for kicker and defense. Go listen to someone else. We're not going to waste your time. So JJ Wang, take us out of here. Yeah, great show. Love me some tight ends. Uh, trust in yourself and trust the process.